Another week, another sat pod. It's Scotty and Warren joining you yet again. No Brando. We're Brando-less for another week. Another week without the big guy. Though apparently this is the last of his baseball. So, all Good. things going the way they should. We should be three producing the podcast with a three-man crew on a regular Wolf basis. Back, back in the saddle. We're going to aim for Tuesday nights. Yeah. So at least that way there's some consistency yeah, to the release. Yeah, the podcast showing up whenever they show up. It's been a bit of a shit show over the past couple of months due to that baseball and other things. So Yeah, damn you, Babe Ruth. I think we can at least expect... It. It's fair to expect a sat pod every Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday night. Wednesday morning. Yeah, kind of one thing. of the two. Yeah, there you go. Uh, it was a big week in wrestling. So yeah, with SummerSlam, we had the real mania. SummerSlam happened. Uh, the biggest party of the summer, as they call it. Was there anything that surprised you on this show? Uh, yeah, actually, surprisingly, there was a couple of things where I was like, "Wow, they're they're really doing it." Start off with a surprise. I did not think that they would drop that title from Miz to Ziggler. Yeah, that was one of the craziest things. Uh, I didn't even watch SummerSlam live. Uh, We went to the bar to go watch it for Victoria's birthday. One of our friends got to the bar before us and was like, they're not showing SummerSlam. There's apparently like a fringe thing happening here later. Like, oh, well, whatever. We're pretty much all the way to the bar. Yeah. Might as well just stop in for some drinks. Mm -hmm. So we're hanging out or whatever. And then Right before SummerSlam's like about to start, we're like, oh, we'll go for a smoke or we'll bail on this play. Whatever happens. Yeah. Uh, kind of thing. And it's like, okay. So as we uh, go down to Filthy McNasty's door, it's locked. Ooh. And I see like people I know on the outside who are there to see if they're playing SummerSlam. Yeah. And it's locked. We're like, oh, what the fuck? Or like, oh, let's just go over to the drink. Like they were like, they didn't want anyone to disturb the play once it was on. Gotcha. So they yeah, locked yeah. it, but we we're just like, we, oh God, we can't leave. Yeah. Um. It was all right. We watched a play about, it was a stand-up show about stand-up shows. Okay. Now, there were funny moments in this thing where they didn't care if you applauded or laughed. They just kind of kept going, right? Just kept right? going. Yeah. Okay. There was moments where it was like being at an indie show with you, <laughs> where you know what I'm talking about. Good. I'm like the only one laughing or popping at jokes. <laughs> and I was like, saw some loud. So when did you watch SummerSlam then? Later that evening, once when we got home. So drunk. like uh, like 10.30. You went home early. We were well. We went to the bar at like four thirty. Oh, okay. Because like SummerSlam's kind of like an early thing. We're like, Six o'clock, yeah. they're playing the pre-show. This way, we'll be a little sauced. We'll get a good spot yep. beforehand. So yeah, it was nice. It was so a good rather Sunday. than getting drunk throughout the show, you were already drunk. At yeah, the start I was already of it. drunk and had up like a box of spicy <laughs> Asian food. It was oh, so that's good. good. Oh, I was just ready. I was SummerSlamming it up. Yeah, and um, especially because I knew a couple spoiler things where it was like I knew the Ziggler thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's things that you assumed were going to happen, like the Brock Lesnar thing. And you know what? That wasn't terrible to watch. Yep. Uh, I absolutely loved SummerSlam. And I, think I like the card start to finish. It's been a long time since a show has been so unanimously liked, I yeah. think. There's always, you know, a little bit of 50-50 for post people. And even like things that we were like on the fence about going in, we're like, okay, yeah. Ambrose versus Rollins will be good. But a Lumberjack match? And then it worked in its favor. Yeah. Like, all the dominoes fell in a line. It was. It was really good. They worked that match really well. I mean, it was kind of silly in that the Lumberjacks had the one job and they still kind of fought to the outside, but I kind of thought it was cool that, like, Seth Rollins is walking down the steps while kicking the shit out of Sinkara. Oh, I thought it was crazy <laughs> how much they got into the crowd on yeah. that. Um, I noticed, like, a couple Lumberjacks who were, like, the face ones Yes, were, like, RVD only assisted Ambrose. Yes. That was all he did. Aside from that, he yeah. just kept everyone away. Well, whatever. Everything was a really good match. I will say that uh, when Dean Ambrose had Seth Rollins 
in the dirty deeds position over top of like the entrance for the floor, I was terrified. Yeah, I was like, I was like well, how, where are you going with this? There's no way we're what's, doing this bump. What's going for on 15 here? 15 feet up. Yeah. And luckily, that did not happen. But uh, and then obviously the main event, John Cena and Brock Lesnar. Now we all expected Brock Lesnar to win. However, the manner that he won, I found was not only awesome but also shocking to me. Just that he absolutely destroyed John Cena. There was no chance for Cena at any point in time. That candy wasn't very good. Oh, yeah, that was a shit candy. We, right. we eat candies in the studio. Yeah, Hard I'm candy. having a sucker that's like a watermelon one. Oh, man, that was like ta- like tangerine. Mm. Ugh. Whatever. Anyways. Let's up it up. <laughs> Brock Lesnar destroyed John Cena. What'd I think, think? It, great on John Cena for just taking the beating and like standing up through it. Because easily he could have just been like, oh, I'm dead. You mm. killed me. A lot of guys... At, when they're at that level, would not have jobbed the way he... And I, I mean, job is not really the right term there, but would not have taken the beating and lost in that fashion the way he did. So that says a lot about John Cena. Because Hulk Hogan would have never done that. Yeah, Hogan would have never done that the shit. The Rock, m- maybe. The Rock's one no. of those guys that I don't know. Stone Cold would never have taken Stone that. Stone Cold wouldn't have... I never mean, have that's what I mean. John Cena, I mean, you can hate him, hate him, love Gotta his love character. love what he did for the business but there. Exactly. His vision for the business and his understanding, I mean, it's it's amazing. I did not think that anyone would ever do that to John Cena, ever. Ever. But it happened, so... How many fucking suplexes? Like, I know I, I'm i the guy who doesn't like Brock Lesnar on the show very yeah. much, but I love German suplexes... Yeah, 16. and whole yeah, holy shit! Which I don't know if they did that on purpose because it's one more than Cena's title run or title because he has fifteen more uh, titles, okay. or whether it was just a coincidence. I that he probably to hit just throwing them with them. Uh, but yeah, and obviously the F five thirty seconds into the match, it's a great way to start the match because I, it, I because thought it could have been done right there though. For me, well, so did I, and I was kind of like, holy shit, is this it? But he kicked out. But for me, thank God he did. As and much God, as I was looking forward to that. that match and I wanted to see it, I also, in the back of my head, kind of knew how it was going to end. So I wasn't really intent, like really into the wa- watching the match. But then when he hit that F five thirty seconds in, I perked up, and I think that was the point of that whole spot was just to wake people up and be like, some shit's going on here. Wake up! It's time to fucking go. Yeah. So, uh, but great. No, good job. Uh, wish we would have had a better theme song. For you the don't event, like that Flo Rida song. I don't like any of the songs they what used was for. The, the... We used Sunshine. Oh, that's right. It was Sunshine. We we chose to use Sunshine. That one was at least the, the decent one, the most decent of the seventeen yeah. that they were using. So, eh, whatever. Um, Overall, I would give SummerSlam this year like an eight point five oh, or buddy. nine out of ten. I like, went nine it was and great. A half. Yeah. It was good. It was real close to a ten. It was me. really really enjoyable. No snooze fest. I thought uh, both the Divas matches were good yeah, contests. I thought Stephanie actually. I mean, Steph it wasn't was, a great match, but they managed to they split, spread it out in that enough. it was. Yeah, I wasn't like this is fucking awful. I was like, okay, you know that they're trying at least good. sort of thing. I thought it was top to bottom, not a bad show. What did you think of the uh, the Nikki Bella turn? I did not see that fucking coming. Neither did I. Although right before the show, Brando called it. My God, Brando was so He's psychic. Like, I bet you we see a, a Nikki Bella turn. I'm like, oh fuck, I never even thought of that. And sure as shit, there was. So, you know, it's dumb. I'm gonna get into it now, so I don't have to get into it later. Yeah. They're still using the same Twitter, or it's like Nikki oh, I know. and Brie. The Bella twins. That's so I dumb. Know. I know they're gonna have to split that up. I think because it's a bit as as ridiculous <laughs> as that sounds. Twitter's a big deal now, and people will notice that and be when like, well, you're obviously still... When she got slapped, I was yelling, still... like, when Bree's all sad and shit and walking up the ramp, my favorite thing <clears> is when she got arrested and the fans were like, Bremo! Yeah. Now when she's, like, sad on the ramp, I like to yell it, too. We should get Bremo shirts, all of us. 
No. <laughs> you already you already called me into a shirt. Yeah, we bought shirts as a as a podcast podcast unit. <laughs> we bought which was uh, a day long text debate if we should do it or not <laughs> because they did that buy one get the second fifty percent off. Uh, so I got the Roman Reigns one. Brando got the Dean, Dean Ambrose, Ambrose one, and then I got the Seth Rollins one. Yes. So we're all happy. Yeah, we're, it was just so funny of like, okay, we're only going to do it if we all do it together. <laughs> and then we're all like, oh, it worked out though. It's it, still pretty cheap. It worked out. I just like the fact that like seven bucks for a shirt. Yeah, it's not bad. That's no, all right. It's two bucks cheaper than if they were at in like at a house exactly. show. Yeah. So I can't argue with that. Saving money. And they're all designs that we like. Yep. More or less. Yeah, I I can see you in that Roman Reigns shirt. Yeah, I don't know if I'd have bought it if like we weren't. I probably getting all three, but yeah. I actually really like the Seth Rollins one. I think it looks pretty cool. Pretty I've yellow. never been made fun of for wearing a small T-shirt. <laughs> that was funny because he's like, like, "I need a medium." I'm like, "They they literally <laughs> didn't. It went small, <laughs> the large, and, and then went... like five XL. Those are your choices." Like, yeah. Then you guys like get the five XLs. Like, <laughs> got a dicks. And then you said small. I said, I'll look really buff in that shirt. All right, I'll believe it when I see it. Oh, I, was like, I hope it like doesn't fit you at all. Like it's just not long enough. Or something. <laughs> it's not like it. Got like the little belly. <laughs> um. Okay, that's SummerSlam. Good show. Feel like I'm missing something, but we'll uh, move on. No, I don't think we're missing anything. You're top to bottom, uh, the Rusev swagger thing. Yeah, that actually, you know what? That was a really cool finish. Uh, swagger passing out yeah. rather than tapping out keeps I- Rusev strong. And keeps a little bit of believability to Jack Swagger, who apparently is really over. He's over as fuck right now. Like like little kids are like super into him just because it's like USA type of deal. So good for Swagger. I'm sure he's having the time of his life right now. It's probably the most push he's gonna get ever for a really long time. And then not ever. He was in the he. I've seen pictures of him with the title. Yeah, but that, I assume he was getting a push. I was in a real downtime in SmackDown. There, the Laurinaitis era? I forget even who he won it from. Christian. Yeah, well, there you go. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was Christian had like two days with the title and then Swagger won it from that him. That blew you away that I, I knew hated that? that. Because that's like the era where I yeah. tuned out. And you're I just right. like, oh, well, yeah, you're all. But you're right, it was I'm Christian. A, I'm a historian, if you will. Yeah. Christian, okay. Let's get into Raw. Moving on. Raw from Las Vegas. Oh, that was the other thing. SummerSlam. No longer in Los Angeles next year. New York, New Jersey. How do you feel about that? I, You know what? I never really understood why they kept doing it in L.A. I why? I, I don't know. They don't do that for anything else. I just I didn't understand why it was L.A. such a big deal. Because it's only been, I think, three or four years that they've done it. There. I would have liked to have done an L.A. trip with the Sapod boys down to L.A. That would yeah, be fun. I don't know. I mean, we could go anywhere. New York would be just as cool. I'm thinking they're going to do it at the Barclays. Center, which is in Brooklyn. Uh, I think they're going to do it at the all, not the all state. They won't do it at Madison Square. I don't. Not think. Madison Square. Where did they have the last time WWE was in the? New it's York. usually Barclays. That's the one that they did the brawl after Mania. Fuck! I thought they was said where it was. No, they just uh, said N Y N J. So they didn't really specify, which where is was, why I know it's where not was Madison Mania Square. Last time it was there at the football field. What's that called? I don't remember. Yeah, it's probably going to be there. I don't think so. I don't think they do an outdoor SummerSlam. I feel like that's such a mania thing that they wouldn't want to. Maybe, though. I don't know. The weather's like, you'd assume the weather's. It's summer, good. yeah, that's yeah. true. I don't know. We'll see. Maybe. You could be right. I never even thought about that. Yeah, that's where I think it's going to be. Okay. I don't think they're going to have it in the Barclays, but who knows, because the Barclays is a really new arena. Well, and they changed the logo for it, too, right? Because they showed SummerSlam, New York, New Jersey, with the new SummerSlam logo. Lots of logo changes. 
in the I, past I, week for the I don't WWE. Like them. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, logos are logos. Yeah, they well, they kind of sort of over like redid all of Raw. They had new graphics. They had the new Raw logo had everywhere. A new graphic? Yeah, all the like wrestling gra- like when they're like this guy versus this guy. That shit's all new. Oh, really? They had some new music behind. There was still the there was not tonight new music. is a night. But there was still that one, oh, okay. which had a little bit of a different tone to I, it. They changed it, but they also had brand new music as well. I want a new fucking raw song so bad. So did I. I thought they were gonna have like a full new intro, but they haven't done an intro for a long time either. Did you see that? You know the thing they do, but when it starts up and it's like dun. Dun, 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 yeah. yeah, you see the picture that's like the second thing in it now, Daniel Bryan with Connor. Oh, is it? Yeah, and that's it's like, awesome. It's the nicest looking photo for of him too. That's sweet. That's Very really cool. Big tip of the hat to WWE yeah. on that one. Like, Connor the Crusher. If just you a seen classy that video, ass move. Look it up. Just type in Connor the Crusher. Yeah, it's a heart touching story. Really Even cool. when we were at the house show and they did the little. I cry like a little girl every time I watch that video. Me too. I'm crying in my beer. You crying? No. Heart touching. Connor, good man. Okay, so yeah, new look for the WWE, new, oh, new logo. revamping. And they had the new outro as well, extra. We need a push, really? Yeah, it was right after the show, like when they cut, go to commercial or whatever. I don't even remember what it was. I just remember being like, oh, that's new. Oh, it's wow. It's really not a big deal. It was like a five second. It's similar to the then, now, forever, but at the end. Just like, thanks for watching. You ever see the Booker T version of the oh, slate? Yeah, the the Botchamania one. We're coming for you. <laughs> we. Coming for you. Blank word. <laughs> yes. If you don't know what that promo is, you should not be listening to this podcast. Fully Brando's here. He'd drop it. Being the G that he is. It's true. He's dropped a couple C-bombs in his day. And I don't mean cocaine. Which I, I'm not going <laughs> You were looking for the sound effect? Oh, that's adorable. <laughs> Brando, where are you, man? Need we, some cocaine. We need to run in the soundboard. Yeah, I can't do it by myself. Yeah. All right. Raw, from the Thomas and Mack Center in Las Vegas. I'm glad you got the name on that one. I didn't have it. Uh, we start with Daniel Bryan's music, to which I popped. I was like, whoa, what, what? Sure as shit, Stephanie McMahon comes out with her new Steph shirt in the form of the yes, yes, yes. Well, I don't really Steph, think Steph, Steph, Steph should have merchandise. I, I get that. because the company's not doing well financially. I get that. <laughs> Why are we making so many shit t-shirts? It would be funnier like if they weren't selling it. Like if they just made it for her, yeah, I can get that. If it was like only her and Triple H and like Kane. Kane had one too. Who's going to buy a Steph, Steph, Steph shirt though? Like, Who would just, buy the best know. for business t-shirts yeah. that they made? Like I feel like they make them and they don't print them. Like they, they wait. They just put it up on the site. They're like. And if anybody orders them, then they'll make them. Yeah, not, unless it's like, like ah, sorry. yeah, because like she had a couple of designs that I never saw her wear on TV. Oh yeah, and like nobody in the crowd is wearing these shirts. So yeah, nobody's like a huge Stephanie Mark. Like yeah. we are, but we aren't enough to wear a T-shirt for her. Mm. Like we're enough for like, oh my god, is Stephanie on TV? Well, we're paying attention now, yeah. but we're not enough to be like, or like we're paying attention to her outfit that she's wearing, but we're not like. Oh, I need that McMahon yeah. T-shirt. And maybe I don't know because she's big into the she start kickstarted this whole like WWE moms program. So maybe you know the WWE moms are big Stephanie fans and they're gonna buy her merch. I don't know. I can tell you this much: my mom is not a Stephanie. Oh, well, there you go. She was cheering for Beauty Bella. Um, Stephanie comes out doing the Daniel Bryan entrance, doing the yes. She got right up in there with the crowd. In. Yeah, she was. There's a lot of uh, bounceage. I'm surprised I couldn't, f- or I didn't find any gifts of that to post on the Twitter. Yeah, I was kind of waiting for it. Uh, nothing. Hmm. That's a shame. 
Keep working on that. <laughs> Keep digging, Scott. <laughs> Gif harder. Uh, she thanks the crowd for chanting her name, uh, even though they were saying no. She, said, uh, she then says some fans thought SummerSlam was better than WrestleMania 30, which got a boo. Slight what? Boo. But it was. I don't know. Warren, Daniel Bryan I, winning the title Warren, at Mania. I had a case of beer right now, and I was like, dude, I'm going to order a couple pizzas. What do you want me to throw in? SummerSlam? And this is like this is like three yeah. years down the road. SummerSlam 2014 or WrestleMania 30? Hmm. Would you rather see Undertaker get crushed or Cena? That's true. And then I know that the like inner taker mark in you would just be like, no, Cena, I can't, I can't bear to see the streak, not again. But at the same point, the spectacle oh. of him losing the streak and the fans' reaction and everything, Did I you would feel probably like pick some Mania. fans at SummerSlam were trying to do like the the Undertaker face, like being shocked afterwards. It was like, what? Maybe there's a couple faces of like parents yeah. in the crowd holding their kids, and they're just like. Covering their child's eyes. Yeah, or they're just like <laughs> parents are like got their hand over their mouth because they're like, oh, I can't, I can't believe we just witnessed this. Yeah. Uh, we, our homeboy Fred Durst was front row at SummerSlam. Yeah, they. Uh, I'm surprised he was invited back after last year <laughs> when he was removed for flipping the bird. Yeah, I know. Uh, they somebody put that up on Twitter too. The keep picture on, of him flipping the bird. So. Keep on rolling, rolling. Maybe they've, maybe they've. We're going out to that this week. Rolling. I already had a song though. Oh. You told me it was my pick. Okay, next week we're going out to Limp Biscuit and okay, it won't be rolling. Um, what was I saying? Steph, she was talking about how. Yeah, sure. We'll just. I don't remember. Go back into it. Uh, she names all the losers on the card and says the biggest was Brie Bella. Steph says the authority always wins and fans can watch it repeatedly on the WWE Network for $9.99. Thank you. There was a great sign in the crowd at Raw that said, I only have nine ninety eight. Eight, yeah. Oh yeah. my god, I laughed I thought so hard. That was at really that. funny. I was like, "Great Nick, sign." Look at the side. I only have nine ninety eight, and she just because she hates this shilling, like she hates it to a full. Because she's like, "It's ruining my storylines." Yeah. At this point, she just looks at me and she's like, "Fuck these marks!" Like she doesn't like when the crowd goes like, when Steph's like, "And you can get it all for nine ninety nine. Like that shouldn't be. Because the rock, that's the bottom line. Because Stone Cold yeah. said so. It shouldn't be these lines where the crowd's getting in on it. It's, I don't, I mean, I, again. Also, before, what happens next year if it costs more than nine ninety? It already costs more in Canada. That's what I don't get. I swear to God, in other countries, it's probably more than ninety nine as well. It's it wouldn't it's surprise me if the ruples. minority of countries is nine ninety nine. So it's ridiculous that they're how many advertising pounds it. Do you, how much do you think? Oh, it's not in the UK yet. Not I bet you October. it's like. 15 pounds in the UK. Yeah, it'll probably be very similar to us. If, yeah. Yeah, if not, probably more. And they'll only say. get to watch it on a, on Sky Sports on a service. Yep. No, they're probably going to get the real app. I don't know. We didn't. We're closer. They don't like Canada. I know they don't. Fuckers. Anyways. Steph thanks Triple H for his support and faithfulness. Takes another shot at Brian. She says Brian cheated on Bree. Because he found out how selfish she is. I'm so done with that angle. I still don't know why they did that. What did it accomplish? Nothing. Absolutely. She got arrested for one night, but still made it to SummerSlam. So it did absolutely nothing. This, I just, oh. I hate it. I, I, it does nothing. It ruins your best baby face in the company. That, yeah. that unanimously fans like. It's not like a baby face like Cena where... Yeah, 50-50 yeah, or 60-40. Exactly. People like this guy. He's over. People fucking love Daniel Bryan. Still. Everyone, nobody bought into this shit. Well, and apparently he went on record doing some interviews saying that he didn't like it. 
he hated yeah, that they he made was like IGN up. for yeah. uh, 2K15. And they're like, well, what do you think of this angle or like recent storyline thing? And he was just like, it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's Bullshit. stupid. It's, yeah, because it's it just like. He's not even there to defend himself. They're kicking like him just, when he's down. They're kicking you, him when he's down. I bet you they don't even like wrap this up either. Like, no, I bet you be we like never see fucking Megan Miller again. Horrible. You know, JBL reference, oh, I don't like Daniel Bryan. He's a scumbag. Yeah, that'll be it. That'll all we get for the rest of eternity, which is sad. Zero payoff. Uh, she brings out Nikki Bella, who loses a shoe on her way to the ring. Really? Yeah, big time. It was, it, it was, a, it was a heel turn. Oh. Because it was high heels. Oh, did, wait, did she Come actually on. lose a shoe? Or yeah, you, she did. Made, okay, well, I don't know if you're trying to make she, a fucking she, shit you joke You don't remember? Because she like, had to stop and pick it up, and then she's like... Of course, this would happen. Oh, I thought she was just making that face because she was being called Come up by on, staff. Come on, I had the heel turn line since Monday night. I've been waiting all week to do it, and that's it. Fuck. Somebody out there is laughing right now. And to whoever you are, thank you for <laughs> sure appreciating is, Scotty. my high level of humor. <laughs> this highbrow shit on Sapphot. <laughs> Nikki comes to the ring. She hugs Stephanie. Fans chant, you sold out, which is a very popular chant nowadays, apparently. Is Nikki part of the authority now? I don't know, because she looked very reluctant at SummerSlam. She almost looked like she felt bad for doing what she did to her sister. Well, she didn't feel bad here, apparently. But that also could have been just her horrible acting, as we'll see in this segment here. I like how as soon as Nikki had a mic, we get some Botchamania mic problems. Yes, she starts talking, and the mic cuts right away. Like, it wasn't working through the TV feed. Yeah, Yeah. it was only a half audio channel. Shit show. So she loses her shoe, and then the mic stops. I'm just like, well, pull the plug, Vince. (laughs) Go to commercial. Cut this right now. <laughs> Save us from Fucking this horse shit. Unfortunately, that did not happen. Nikki's microphone uh, finally comes back. She says she has always cared about Bree, but her sister did not become the woman she wanted. She's selfish and has been, <clears throat> excuse me, and has been that way since they were kids. She says Bree kept telling her she would never get married and never want a husband. So that's why she's mad is because Bree got married Fucking four months ago, three months ago. She was mad on Total Divas when it happened or when it was being planned. Well, good. Come on, man. Total Divas is canon. It's canon for storyline, right? Yeah. Um, Stephanie says Brie raced Nikki to the altar. Nikki agrees. She acts upset. Then Brie comes to the ring. Stephanie tells Nikki not to lose her nerve. Brie asks why Nikki is doing this and why she is destroying their fan. I cannot stress enough how bad these two girls are at promos. And the thing that boggles my mind is that we've seen Brie suck hard at these promos and acting and selling exactly for the past month and a half. And what do they think? Well, she was so good, her twin sister will be just as good. Fucking brutal. I hated this. Yeah, it was pretty rough. They are so bad, they should not be on the mic ever. I hate it. End this right now. I'm glad the match was okay and it was all right and whatever, but I just... It's not over, man. I know it's not, and that's the worst part is that we're going to have to fucking struggle through this for the next month. Or two. Maybe more, exactly. I'm not even going to talk about it anymore. Some shit happened. If you want to know about the Bella Twins... They were like, oh, uh, I can forgive you, Nikki. And then Nikki's like, forgive me? Forgive you. And then slapped her. She hit her real hard, too. Like, when when Brie was walking back up horribly fake crying... There was a little hand 
finger mark on her. Oh, cheek. really? Oh, yeah. Wow. Oh, big time. Do you think like her. Nikki and, and Brie would be like, okay, just fucking slap me? That's what I saw in Brando, but I think I think they did. Just Why fucking not? crack me. We can't act worse shit, so you might as well actually hit me. Yeah, I might as That's well probably shoot, what slap it was. me. It was horrible. horrible. Shit segment, start the show. Not great. Um, Brie hit. Uh, no, we already done that. Big show. Mark Henry, tag teaming. Against Wyatt's. Yeah, we saw Luke Harper and Eric Rowan back again, who were not on the pay-per-view at all. Or were they in the Lumberjacks? They were in the Lumberjacks. Okay, they were in the Lumberjacks. Um, And surprisingly, Big Show and Mark Henry pick up the win here. This was actually a very interesting, entertaining match. It was. I was immediately skeptical. Whoa, that's a lot of mass in the ring. A lot of... Uh, they gave Rowan a couple, like he did the scoop slam on Big Show and like pushed it and, and a like, sidewalk Holy shit and like, a sidewalk is... slam to Show too. Yeah, and you're like, wow. So maybe they're trying to focus on Rowan a little bit because these... they know that Harper's over. Yeah, they got him figured out. I thought this was a great match in terms of chemistry between all four. Yeah, it they wasn't had bad good at chemistry. All. They had good uh, psychology because obviously these big men have to work. That's the thing. A you look at style. it on paper and you're like, uh, hey, but. I really Fuck. only have one moment in this match where it looked kind of eh. The big boot? The big boot! Yeah. Which I went, is this a botch or did they, or did they just fall down? I think it looked like Harper's left because he put the right leg up for this kick and I think his left foot kind of slid out from oh, under okay. him. So, so he, he didn't get it up slipped. there. But you could see like it stopped like four or five inches away from Henry's face and Henry just kind of like throws his head back like, ah! Oh! It was pretty funny to watch. It's, slow, they're they're big guys though, back. so yeah. I, I let it slide. I let exactly. it slide because one this minor is still botch really, really entertaining. Uh, big Harper show did a super kick yes, at one point, like he did. on I think it was show. Yeah, and you're just like, god damn! Like Harper and Rowan are really showing their chops here in this match, and then they lose, which is whatever. The finish was fine. Yeah, uh, big show KO punches Rowan. Into Henry, who hits the world's strongest slam. Who's like, as he's cradled. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed the finish. Yeah, I had no problem with this match. I thought it was really good. Uh, next match. All right, not match. We go backstage for the next three segments. I yeah, believe. next three backstage segments. Dolph Ziggler's backstage talking to... The Nature Boy. Which I love. This is what I wanted when they brought Flair back originally to do the shit with Miz. I always thought he should be with Ziggler. Ziggler? Now he's not flipping. Not that Ziggler needs a manager. Now he's flipping them. But, well, Yeah. It really seemed like in this segment, Flair's endorsing. Like I feel like this is what Flair does now. He shows up on Raw and makes a prediction, or he shows up and he goes, "He has been." I got that. the Shield. But then there's also he later on in the show he pops up again, and doesn't really. We'll get into it. All right. Anyways, it's just yeah. I love. I I kind of hope that Flair is a manager for Ziggler, but we'll yeah, see. Yeah, you want to see him as a reoccurring guy. I mean, uh, Flair manage, uh, wishes him a good uh, luck in his Intercontinental Championship rematch, which is happening tonight. So they're getting that out of the way right away. Get Miz out of the uh, way. Which, unfortunately, is not the case. Miz shows up, says he'll take the title back later tonight. Miz calls himself an A-lister. And then <laughs> Dolph says, you're not an A-lister. You're an A-hole. And <laughs> Ric Flair goes, ho, oh, Woo! Like, it's the funniest thing. It's just the way he's like, burn. yeah, like exactly. That's what I thought was Kelso. He's just like, burn! <laughs> just fucking, oh my god! Oh, I laughed oh, so hard at Ric Flair. All I could picture was an old Ric Flair, but around the table, how they film in that '70s so show. Just the stone burn! <laughs> burn! Oh fuck! Woo! Hilarious. Good for Ric Flair. Uh, that was the end of that segment. We go. We stay backstage, I should say, where Renee Young is interviewing Seth Rollins, congratulates him on beating Dean Ambrose last night. He says it felt good to do what he said he would do, 
calls himself the future WWE World Heavyweight Champion. Uh, Young backs away. Ambrose then dumps a bucket of ice water on Rollins' head. Because it's topical. ALS. ALS. Ice bucket challenge. Have you done one yet? No, nobody's going to challenge me. I'm, I'm nice and safe. I post podcasts where no one challenges me. I'll have you know that I have supposed to do mine in the next 24 hours. Don't so challenge the just, Scots. <laughs> you might have just buried yourself, Oh, kid. no. <laughs> I was talking about that today. I was like, you know what? I'm kind of ready for the next social media trend. Yeah. Just like, not that ALS is bad. ALS is a great ah, cause. It's done wonders for oh, that. And, oh, so much, so much money. And awareness as well. Which is cool. Which yeah. is phenomenal to see. Yep. But I was like, ah, I'm ready for the next trend or whatever. Yeah. Uh, there was the Ferguson riots. And then there was ALS. Mm-hmm. There was the where's next the, nomination shit. Yeah, where's the next cat? What's the next cat video, right? That's what I'm ready for. We'll see. Soon enough, I'm sure something will happen. <laughs> something will blow up. Uh, Ambrose, or sorry, Rollins turns around and Ambrose says, what? It's for charity. And oh, then I, just so jumps good. him. It was fantastic. Great delivery. Uh, Ambrose he, is just he's so fantastic. He's so fucking charismatic with this little stuff. Like, he is. Even uh, at the Lumberjack match, at one point he threw him over and he just like turns to the camera right yep. and goes, eh. Right, and just like that's the thing I love about Ambrose is that he can do his funny shtick, but still maintain his kind of psycho eyes with being a hard guy. Compared so. to a John Cena, when John Cena tries to be funny, you can tell that he's trying to be funny. Yeah, he's and then the jokes. next week he'll come out and be all like Mr. Serious Cena. I, yeah, right. Whereas Ambrose can kind of just weave that into his own he, character. There's a fine so line, perfectly. and he just he rides it so well. Yeah, it's great. Uh, they fight, and then the the new job squad, as you call them. Break them up. Yep. Joey Mercury and the boys. Man, those guys are getting a lot of TV time. Yeah, every week for the past, I think, four or five now. Yeah, they've been month, on like... Month, month and a bit, They're yeah. pretty much in a program now. Yep. Uh, Triple H, Corporate Kane, in their office. Third backstage. backstage segment in yes. a row. This is the kind of an issue with this show here. But it, luckily, they go to matches later. Uh, Rollins walks into the room. Triple H says he will get a rematch with Ambrose tonight. And uh, I can't believe how much Rollins is bitching. Like, do you see this? Do you see what he just did to me? Yeah. It's like... He dumped a bucket of water on you, man. Like, are you kidding well, me? What are you going to do with this Triple H? The funny thing is that, like, Rollins dumps water on his head before he comes out that, every time. He's wearing a suit and his hair's still wet. So I don't know why he's so mad. But, anyways. <laughs> uh, yeah, so he books a match with Ambrose and the WWE Universe will pick the stipulation. Okay. So during a Raw, all of these tape segments are happening live and the crowd is watching him on the Titantron, right? Yep. That explains the Michael Cole chant during the third backstage segment here. Oh, were they chanting Michael Cole? Michael Cole. You're like, okay, if Cole's getting a chant here, they're bored. Yeah. They're hella bored. Well, no doubt, because you're a live crowd. You want to see shit happen in front of you, not on a fucking TV screen. You don't go there, spend money to watch the Jumbotron. Luckily, after that, we do get into a match. Natalia. Who actually got an entrance. With She's rocking new ring gear. New ring gear, and her hair was different, too. Something, I don't know, something in her face looked different. She's trying a new look. Wasn't crazy about it, to be honest. I don't mind it. I I don't know. I, I loved her. I like her in the little shorts. Oh, I think her tights look, look great. With the hearts on the side? I yeah. thought those were great. Those were, oh, those are great. She looked great but, with her full leg tights. Yeah. I don't know, the little shorts are good. I get why you want to change it up, though, but just because they fresh. haven't done anything for her, and every time you see her come out wearing the same thing, you're probably just like, oh, she's going to lose. So Any effort, I guess, is good, but... She's had that ring gear made for a while. I remember on her Twitter, like maybe she a month a ago, ago, she was like, look, it was just made. And then I'm like, she probably was like, so when am I winning a match next? Because I don't <laughs> want to really wear this if yeah. I'm like jobbing. 
she's taking on Paige, who is the new WWE Divas Champion. Second time. Two-time Divas right. Champion. She comes out, says she respect. Actually, you know what? I think Natalia's only had one, so there you go. But Natty had a long-ass reign. She did, but technically, Paige, in not even a year, has won more titles than Natalia. Yeah, but they were flipping the belt, the strap between... Just saying, if we're going by history and we're looking at the numbers... The numbers, yeah. That... Technically, which is embarrassing. That's like if you look at like my WWE fantasy mode, it's like, oh, there's a lot of title changes. Yeah. Not the longest reigns, though. <laughs> yeah. Um, she, uh, Paige comes out, says she respects and loves AJ Lee and dedicates this match to her. Uh, they start going in the match. Nothing really crazy from the match. And then AJ comes out, skips around the ring, which allows Natty to roll up the champ for the pin. So Natty's getting a title shot. She should. She Mind should. Mind you, what... Um, Natalia, or uh, not Natalia. Somebody rolled up Eva. AJ. Yeah. Eva, last week, technically should deserve. We're not ready to put the belt on Eva. <laughs> not forever. I don't think we'll ever be ready to put the belt on Eva. Although I did call it last week that within a year, but I think I was partially kidding. <laughs> I, 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 I think, think Natty has a better chance of getting the belt within a year than Eva does. If they decide to flip it to either of them, yeah. Natty I just see as a much more viable or... Yeah. You can at least do stuff with her. Hmm. I've been wanting the belt on Tamina Snuka forever. So. She's got to be due coming back pretty quick. Tamina better come back and fucking kick everybody in the face. Yeah. And win. I wonder if they do something with AJ there. You better turn on AJ. Yeah. she's all, She can only work as a heel, though, Tamina. I don't see her as a baby face. She just she looks too mean and too dudeish. I've seen a crowd a... try to cheer her as a baby face once where yeah. like the whole crowd is singing to her. Yeah. And she hated it. Yeah, well, there you so. go. Exactly. Yeah. She just has that scowl on her face. But she's like such her, a pretty her normal lady. look is a scowl. She's really pretty. Yeah, then my natural look is a scowl, too. She's, she's dudish, though. I'm pretty dudish. Yeah, but that's because you're a dude. Oh, you got me there. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I hate this finish. I, I've seen this finish. I'm so tired of the distraction. times. Yeah. And it makes no sense it's to It's happening me. way too much recently. If I'm in, and I realize that I. This is looking way too far into it, but if I'm in the ring wrestling and somebody's music comes on and they're skipping around the ring and they're not coming in the ring, they're not threatening me at all, I'm not going to look at them and take my eyes off the person I'm fighting right now. It just, I don't know. It seems like such a stupid way to get out of a match. That's because you're a shoot fighter. You gotta do you're the damn kay- right I'm a yeah, shoot fighter. You got to do the kayfabe thing and be like, God oh, damn right. my rival's out here. I'm all distracted. And There's you- got to be a better way to finish this, though, than just... I can't believe you're out here skipping around. Well, I lose. It's happened way Fuck. too much recently exactly. between AJ and Paige. Now, as soon as it happens, you you immediately assume pretty yeah. much. Uh, afterwards, AJ gets a mic, says she loves and respects Paige and dedicates her life to her. She's going crazy again. She's yeah. going crazy creepy AJ again. Uh, it's awesome. She, she wants to get in the ring, shake her hand, and uh, Paige runs away. Hightails it right out of there. Um... So it's essentially who can out-crazy the other crazy is what they're doing here. I will say in this match with uh, Paige and Natalia, there was the one spot where Paige, who also did this at SummerSlam, does that like Oxana crawl, crawl over the top Oxana crawl. You want to get some props to that crawl? I'm on board. She stole that. it from Oxana. Yeah, but Oxana didn't do it over a person. Yeah, she did. No, she did it towards them. Well, she did it once on top of Alicia Fox when they were there feuding. Paige has done it twice. She did it more. She gave it. Oh, she got it from. <laughs> she was watching those Oxana tapes because Oxana was such a good talent. Confirm or deny? 
Paige is a bisexual. Uh, confirm. Good. Yeah, like how you asked me because you know that I follow these people like way more inductively. And I'm creeper like that. Not really. I'm not really creepy. I wonder how far they're like, where are they going with this whole like, because there's been a couple things where, where they're like, like saying that they love each other and then the crawl over her that was very seductive. I don't know. Maybe I'm looking too far and into Jerry this. Jerry was sitting there. He's like, wake up. Wake up, damn it. Punching himself in the <laughs> dick. Okay. There's your Divas segments. Uh, we get the three choices for the Rollins versus Ambrose match. They are no holds barred, false count anywhere, no disqualification. What's the difference between one and three? Yeah. I said that as soon as it came up. <laughs> and I was like, and two just lets them like, well, you get can, the, the only di- At least there is a difference there. I there's, mean, yeah, I get that, that weapons are allowed essentially in all three. But at least number two, there's you can pin them, which is why I think it won. Yeah. Spoiler, but that's I think the only reason because people are probably like, "What the hell?" Like, there's no fucking difference between a no holds barred match and a no disqualification. Yeah, th- those are almost identical. They're just different phrase. What in a regular match? What hold is barred? Um, I fucking know this. Choking. You can't choke in a no holds okay. barred. So you could choke in a no holds barred then. Yeah, you could choke in a no holds barred. Mm. There shouldn't be a rope break or a five hold. Okay. Because that's technically a hold yeah. break. So, like, a, you could do a tarantula for five minutes and make them tap out. You could be Emma, just put them in a dilemma yeah. until they pass out. Okay. That, I guess that makes sense then. There, there, I now understand what a no holds barred. But it's like, real, it's so the same. I know. It's, no holds barred makes it sound like people are going to get hit with, like, bars and, like, steel pipes. They do this all the time with their vote for the match type. There's always, like, they don't have enough different matches. <clears throat> and then when matches. it's, like, falls count anywhere, it's like, or it's like tables, false count anywhere, no DQ. And I'm like, bet you false count, of like either if we get no DQ or false count anywhere, bet you they bring on a table at some point. Like, yeah. it's a viable option. I'm still not convinced that these votes are real either. I think they- No, I still think they're fucking 100% rigged. Yeah, I agree. Triple H and Stephanie come out to present the new WWE World Heavyweight Championship to Brock Lesnar. The new belt. Remember that. It's a it's a new belt. It's slightly revised. Uh, Trips puts over the main event from last night, and they unveil the belt, which is the exact same belt, just with the new WWE network. And it's a little, it's a little shinier Washington. too, but maybe yeah, that was, was a little sparkly TV. and. But yeah, it says the more thin W logo. The only thing I took away from this is that the world or the heavyweight championship is no more. Brock Lesnar has destroyed it. It's gone, which I did call. I will say. I figured that they would. Man, also, drop it. just because I made a bunch of comments on last week's podcast and caught zero flack for it, I had more people agree with me, actually, mm-hmm. about my John Jones and Brock Lesnar comments. Yeah. Guess who's hanging out after the match? I know. Motherfuckers. <laughs> Motherfuckers. There's a bunch of, uh, there was Ronda Rousey and her four, four horsewomen. horsewomen. Um, I thought Ronda Rousey wasn't supposed to be at WWE events. Well, she was. Dana wearing, White was sitting there, like, flipping out. She was wearing a hot rod shirt, too. So. She's wearing a hot rod shirt and a white hat. Yes, that's right. She's a mark. You get the hot rod tie-in, though, because she's rowdy, Ronda, Rousey. Oh, no, I didn't, because I don't... One of her trainers... I've never seen her fight. One of her trainers also, at one point, trained with Piper, so she got in contact with Piper to see if she could use And then her the chauffeur was actually in They Live with Piper. I gotta watch that movie again. They Live is fucking I love awesome. It. It's one of my favorites. You know what, podcast time. listeners, you've never seen They Live, you want a cool, cheap pop when you'll see a wrestler? 
Watch They Live, great 1980s. If I could, if I could compare it to anything, it was these, I don't know what you call them, B-movies. Like your, your Sharknados, your sh- Mega Shark versus Megalodon, yeah, whatever the yeah, hell. It was, it was a it B-movie was those movies when those were like... Before those were cool. It was B-movies when they were still in theaters. Know, but, yeah, exactly. It's like, <clears throat> this was supposed to be cheesy, funny, and it does just that. It's, it's fucking the best. It's got such a good punk rock vibe. I came here to do two things. Kick ass and chew bubble gum. Yeah, and a lot I'm of, Duke, no- of uh, Duke Nukem quotes are from that movie. Oh, yeah, as well. they, they stole it from him. Yeah, sons of bitches. Duke Nukem is completely steals everything. Yeah, that's no, the that's, that's the, gimmick. the gimmick of the character. Uh, I Brock, see title man. Oh no, we're still Brock comes belt. out uh, with Heyman. Uh, they pose for pictures with the belt on four sides. Whatever, cool. If you're there in attendance, you got a photo. It was heelish too, I guess. Uh, and then Heyman, Heyman cuts another brilliant promo. I'm not gonna. Just go watch it. I thought it was he was fantastic. done. I have like three lines through my words here because I thought he was done. And I'm like, no, no, he's still going. There's another line. Yeah, he did. He said, eat, sleep, conquer. Or suplex. no, suplex, repeat 16 times. Yeah. Uh, and then he goes on to say, eat, sleep, conquer. He and, says like, some good stuff Cena. about Cena, like why he respects him. I would have made Cena a Paul Heyman guy if I had enough time. Well, and his kids like Paul John Cena, yeah. which he pisses him which off. Which pisses me off. Which is, He's just... He's golden. So goddamn brilliant. And to his anybody, documentary is fucking phenomenal. To anybody who complains You're love it. or doesn't like the fact that Brock Lesnar is the current champion and that he won't be working all the pay-per-views, I will say that Paul's all it. you have to think about is that Paul Heyman is the WWE World Heavyweight Champion. Because he's going to be the one that comes out and cuts the promo and keeps that along, and it's it's going to be worry, fucking worry, guys. Fun. Paul Heyman broke the streak. It's so different from anything that we've seen. Well, not anything, but in a very long time that we've seen. I love the fact that he's not working every pay-per-view. I think that's awesome. That's how it used to be. Hulk Hogan didn't defend every month. He wasn't on every show. He wasn't on every Raw. It was, well, I guess it wasn't Raw. Fuck like, Hogan. But he wasn't no. on every show. I like yeah, it. It's Hogan wasn't on every it. show or whatever, but then that was a different era where it was almost, they had brands back then of A, B, and C shows. True. Of like, okay, the Nasty Boys are only on the B shows, right? So, I just think it works so perfectly with Lesnar and with his USC background and how like they're not fighting every month. It just it gives him, makes him different, and that's what we need because he is different because he's the only one to beat the streak, so... I love it. I love it. I don't care if anybody hates it. Just it's gonna. Be I'm great. not a bit super fan at I this think point. It's fantastic. Um, then we go to the IC rematch. Yeah. Miz taking on Dolph Ziggler. The um, fuck is Miz wearing to the ring? I like it. What is it though? I don't know. It's like a. He like the only way. Like I saw a picture the other day, and it was Miz at SummerSlam wearing it, mm. and Piccolo from Dragon Ball Z with okay. his like white getup with yep. like the weight armor or whatever. And it's like a giant napkin. It, He's wearing a big ass napkin. It reminds me of like a, a like a, a Catholic priest. You know how they wear those things yeah, that they have like kinda. the big like turtleneck collar, floppy collar thing. I don't know. It's weird, but I will say the chemistry between these two guys and the matches that they've the two matches that they've had so far. I'm I'm, I'm liking this program. I think Miz and no Ziggler put on really good matches. And I got to tell you, <clears throat> this new character for Miz much as I don't like the Miz and his in-ring work, I'm kind of liking this character. It's good for TV. Gets good heat. It's something. It does get good heat. People hate that guy, right? That guy that thinks he's the greatest person in the world. And yeah. His face is, you know, whatever. It's easy, and it works, and the little 
quiet on the set before his entrance music. They're doing enough stuff to play up the movie star character. Yeah, because he was so like stagnant for so many years, where it was just like, "Here's the Miz," and he doesn't awesome. really have. A He's character. awesome, yeah, but not really. Now they're putting a little bit of effort into him, and I got to say, I'm starting to kind of like it, which is weird. For me. I don't hate the Miz. There are times where they push him, where it's like, "Really, you're doing Miz again?" Yeah. All right. Miz doesn't have a bad body physique move set. Mm-hmm. There's times where he's done moves where he doesn't know how to do them properly. Figure and you're four. Like, Figure four. And there's a couple other times too where there are moves that are a little dodgy. Like he can't do a bulldog. Yeah. I But that's a dodgy move. Yep. Right? It is. Like some people are great at it. Raw Van Dam, Chris Jericho. Miz just uh, not in his arsenal. Cool. Right? Yep. But Miz isn't terrible. He's a good talker. He... Same with like when we had an interview with him there. He's good at playing up to ki- the character of, of whatever he's portraying at the time. Yep. So. Yep. Uh, and I'm obviously this this program is going to continue as well because the Miz uh, defeats Dolph Ziggler by countout. Obviously Ziggler retains the title there. Uh, afterwards, Miz tries to throw him back in the ring in anger to attack him, but then Ziggler hits the zigzag and leaves. So we're getting uh, more of these two, which, like I said, got no problem with it. Do you think anything's up with uh, Miz- or Mizzler? The Mizzler. Uh, Ziggler's knee? What? Like, you know, he tweaked his knee in this match. I, I think it was. <clears throat> Thus getting the count out. Yeah, I don't think that was real, if that's what you're asking. Well, he, he didn't work, work. I don't think he worked SmackDown or main event. I don't know. I haven't looked at any SmackDown spoilers or anything. So I've, only, I've watched main events so far, Maybe. and the little bit I've read about SmackDown, he very well could be on it. Hmm. So I could be wrong because we're recording on Thursday this yeah. week. Obviously, it wasn't anything serious. Though. Yeah, if he nothing did tweak serious. It, he won't be but out for long. But I think it was one of the things that that's why they just did count out on the like they pulled yeah. they they did an audible if you will. Yep. And they were like, okay, uh, maybe this finish now, right? Yeah. In the same sense, like Miz when he roughed him up after the match for the little bit that he did wasn't super physical with him. No, yeah, he was kind of because like the way he rammed him into the yeah. announce table was like very gingerly. Yeah, you could be right. We'll see. I guess. In the weeks coming, we go backstage where Renee Young is interviewing Jack Swagger uh, without Zeb Coulter. He's still injured from Rusev kicking, kicking him, him in the, the face. Head. Yeah, uh, Swagger says he failed his country last night against Rusev, but he will writhe up and the people will unite. See, I'm doing the. That's why America is the place of second chances. That's right. And Jack Swagger loves second chances. Ain't that right? Should be suspended, guy. <laughs> He's taking on Cesaro. This is a Yet again. kind of a common matchup recently. We've seen yeah, it probably seen a lot. three or four times in the past three weeks. Um, yeah, too much, I'd say. I like I'm done s- with this. I don't need to I'm see I'm pretty this done with this, but at the end of this match, they do a couple things where I'm like, okay, I could see a feud still here. Yeah, there uh, there wasn't really anything out of the ordinary in this match. Like yeah, I, say, we've I just seen like one of those things times, of uh, so. Cesaro, still super great psychology as a wrestler. Yep. Works yep. the ribs the entire match. He's actually stretching them for mm-hmm. a while, which I've heard that that's something they don't want wrestlers to do as much anymore because you're basically planting yourself in the ring and not moving very much. Yep. That's not super entertaining to a live audience or yep. TV. Cesaro is able to do it because he's just got this great old-style throwback. Well, yeah, because there's a method to it, right? You understand what he's doing. He's yeah. not just doing it to rest. He's doing it because he's trying to achieve something. Yeah, Swagger goes for two Patriot locks in this match, which brings you to your finish there. Both times he gets rope-raked. Uh, yep. From there, he gets poked in the eyes. Uh, as He's like, oh, my eyes, what am I going to do? Gets laid out with a neutralizer. Uh, Cesaro gets a three-count, 
And then after the match, when like they're just kind of like talking shit to each other, Cesaro does a very playful like "We the people," and then Swagger's all mad and tries to like go after him. Yeah, and like Cesaro just like cockily like walks away. You're like, haha, mm-hmm. that's fun. Uh, Cesaro finally gets a win. Yes, after losing for two, losing for two weeks, and on the pre-show to Rob Van Dam. Whatever. You can lose to RVD on a pre-show and it doesn't mean anything. Yeah. But at least he got a win back over Swagger. Because those two tap-outs were a little concerning to us here at Sapod. Yeah. Well, I just I don't think a win at this point really saves him. I still think that it just worked more into Swagger's storyline than Cesaro's. I think yeah. is what they were doing here. Well, there's not much going on with Cesaro right now. Yeah, Nothing is going on. They've completely dropped him for yeah, some reason. At least reason. he's on TV. I'd rather not see him on TV than see him lose on TV every week. No, I'd rather see him be on TV. All right. Well, we'll see. You don't want to see him, hope, see him end up like uh, a rider or someone who doesn't get used and then, oh, true, we're just cutting people. Yeah. We'll see. I hope they do book him into something and don't just have him be a guy that steps into random. Yeah, programs. random feuds when necessary. Yeah. What do you think of Bo Dallas coming out after the match? Uh, it was strange. He comes out and says 318 million people were disappointed when Swagger lost last night. I don't know. Maybe, maybe he he hasn't been handed that press release that stated the numbers for the WWE Network because I don't think it was 318 million people. Isn't that how many people are in America? Probably not. And it's a no population idea. of I have the no United clue. States. I have absolutely no clue. Nor do I care. Canada, I think this is a good way for Bo Dallas to get heat. Just coming in and like shitting on people who like kicking them when they're already down. Yep. And um, I like JBL after this match where he's like, I don't even think Swagger can get back if he bow leaves. Let me tell you, JBL, this show was on fire. Yeah, he was good this He was this on a lot, making like he, I just felt like he was on the mic a lot, but he was funny throughout the whole time. At the two and a half hour mark, they were like, you, JBL's rambling for three hours. He's like, we're only at two hours and 20 minutes, Michael. I got a lot more rambling in me. Like, yeah. I don't know. So JBL was really good this week. I find him hilarious. I, I still think that it's King's time. I, as much as I love the King, and you know it's nostalgia because I grew up with with him and Jr. He just, he's gone. King has gone on record saying that he doesn't watch SmackDown. He doesn't watch main event. He doesn't do anything except for watch <laughs> Raw. He's just there for the, for the paycheck, which is a terrible thing to say about the guy. But that's what it is. And I think well, like Jerry's three guys the- is too much. And it, it it's hindering JBL because he has to flip-flop back and forth between face and heel. I just think, Jerry, you just got to hang up the mic, brother. I'd rather see... Or do better, I guess. Okay, hold on. I'm going to make announced teams here. Who's on Raw? Like, if if Jerry hangs him up. Uh, you got to stick Cole there. Cole's got to stay on Raw. Okay, so Is Cole that... and JBL? Yeah, I guess so. JBL leaves SmackDown then? Okay. I put Renee and William Regal on SmackDown. The chemistry between them is fantastic. Yeah. Actually, I'd That'd add Tom cool. Phillips into that as well. Do a three-man there. Three men on SmackDown? Because Renee, they've done that, that trio on NXT and a bunch NXT. of weeks. And it's great Sometimes because Tom NXT, Phillips calls the match. over each other, though. Tom Phillips calls the match, and Regal hits on Renee. I need Regal to Renee be way more fucking... Him I need Regal to be way more fucking... Analytical, then he is, though. I don't want him to be super color. I want him to be like, you know, when we would say Taz is a good commentator, I've never said that. Yeah, but when he goes, Oh man, (laughs) let me tell you, brother, that hurts. I've been hit with that. 
the wrestler guy, that's yeah. what Regal needs to do. Oh, yeah. Not fucking be a piss pot British guy. Yeah. Like, I like Regal a lot, but... Yeah. He did that a little bit in NXT, too. He'd be uh, talking about how, you know, how hard it is to lock in this specific, you know, submission or, you know, that type of thing. You know where... who I'd like to see? Actually, he's on main event with Michael Cole right now, and he's doing pretty good. Byron Saxton. I don't know. I'm, I just... I don't see it with him. But I, just, I hear it with him. I don't see it. He but sounds I, too generic to me. I just Half the time, I don't know who it is. Bring back Josh Matthews. Be... Actually, I had that problem on last main event. I was like, who's talking right yeah. now? Is that is that JBL not talking in his, like... <laughs> he dropped the accent. Cowboy voice. <laughs> he went back to New York accent. Anyways, that's my Y2J. rant about the commentary. Yeah, yeah, Jerry probably should hang him up. Renee Young, interviewing Chris Jericho backstage, asked how he feels after his loss... To Bray Wyatt at SummerSlam, he says he's never faced anyone like Wyatt and noticed the emptiness inside Bray. Uh, when Bray said he was already dead, Y2J knew he was telling the truth, but Jericho's not dead inside, and he is a fighting spirit that pushes him forward every day. Some of the faciest promo and The fans will hear. always be behind Y2J. Yeah, the Jericho-holics. That's right. Um, yeah, it was just, I don't know. I'm a baby face. Okay. Cheer for me. Jericho-holic. Like, that's like a play on alcoholic, right? Yeah. I'm surprised he's still allowed. Like, not that that's, like, super yeah. offensive, but I'm like, I'm surprised they're not, like, maybe say Jericho-maniacs or something like that. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. It's they're, not they're anything that, like, kills it or anything like that. No. Yeah, you're right. Uh, Roman Reigns, Rob Van Dam, and Sheamus taking on the team of Randy Orton and Rybaxel. Orton's on tough times. He's got a tag with Rybaxel? Whew. Yeah, who was Whew. more over than him in this match, which took me no, a long time. No, just fucking, fucking Ryback was over. Because... I was like, who are they yelling for? Oh, wait, they're yelling for the yeah, Sins. They started doing the Feed Me More chant. I'm like, okay, this is kind of like the Goldberg where they're trying to like mock him chants. And then later on, they start chanting Ryback. I'm like, what the? And the, we what want the Ryback. I and totally then they tag thought him this in. was just a rib, like a. We don't want to see this match, so we're going to cheer for some random dude that hasn't done anything in the past four months. No, he was a hometown hero. Then I figured out, yeah, Las Vegas. Uh, Orton points at him, like babyface, hams it up for the crowd, points it at Ryback. Yeah, tags offers him his hand out to get tagged. All of 30 seconds that Ryback was in the ring, I think. But, man, this is like probably the pinnacle of Ryback's career so far. Is it sad that most of my notes are just how over Ryback is and not much in no, this match? No, because that's pretty much all you could take away from this match. RVD got a, the finish victory. Which I think is just because he's on his way out. Yep. You know, he's going to be taking another break, so they had to let him go out strong. Which well, They let him win at SummerSlam. That, I think he's more likely to come back. Being like, hey, they booked me decent in Oh, the he end. will come back. No, no, no. He, his contract is set up so that he can take Oh, breaks, that he so has, yeah. He's kind of got a, a part-time... Part time in the sense that he, he works has full to time for a couple months. Die down enough so that when he goes back home, he can actually smoke the stuff and get high again. Yep, exactly. Then so. once he gets, once he smokes it, he's like, this ain't doing nothing. Got to yep. sober up." Uh, Randy Orton walks backstage. Oh, yeah, sorry. Rob Van Dam gets the win there, as we said. Uh, Randy Orton walks backstage and he runs into Ric Flair again. Uh, who oh says, yeah, Flair did show up again. The Viper's upset. He offers to talk about Roman Reigns, but Orton tells him to stay out of the way. Or he'll find out why they used to call him the legend killer. You think they're teasing something there? Old, no. Old Flair coming back for one more go, one more kick at the old fucking can? Or what? <laughs> He's coming back for Orton. 
I don't know what they're doing here. There was there was another case of this where I'm like, why this the is fuck a, is he on the show twice? Like, I, Flair? Yeah. Okay, he's there. He gets a good pop. Like, I, the crowd pops when they see him yeah, backstage, as well know. as, like, TV audience. Is this going to go anywhere, or is this just a time filler? That's what I don't like I think it's a time it. filler. Exactly. And I, I just, think it's 100% a time stupid. filler. We'll see what happens there. Bray Wyatt uh, cuts promo on Chris Jericho. Says it's still on, Jericho, yep. pretty much. Uh, it's a Bray Wyatt promo. Calls himself the new face of salvation. That was all I took out of it. Yep. Goldust Stardust taking on uh, the Usos, who are not defending their titles on SummerSlam. They defended them the week before on main event in the Open Challenge. Them and Sheamus were the only two that did not defend, and every other title flipped. There you go. You're 100% correct on that. Yes, I am. I know that. I, I'm aware. <laughs> I looked it up. On um, the internet. Goldust and Stardust. Where are you at with these two? I still like them. Yeah. Do I think that a couple weeks ago I was like, they should be next in line for a tag shot. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I still feel that way. I think I would rather see Henry Big Show or the Whites. Oh, no, the Whites. No, 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 no. The Whites aren't allowed another shot for a bit. I agree. Because we just saw like three pay-per-views worth of yeah. that. Just in terms of it, us not going... Oh my God! I've seen this so many times. Yeah. Another Del Rio Sheamus to me, right? Um, though I do want to see them with the straps, though. That's, I, I do. That's the thing. Give it time. Yeah, give it some well, time. And you got the other thing. It's going to be a while because the Usos aren't going to. Well, maybe they are. I guess drop to another babyface team, uh, which I've guessed then. Yeah, because there's not a lot of heel. There's Ryback, so that's your heel tag team right now, and the Wyatts, obviously. But yeah, and then you got Stardust, Goldust, and Big Show and Henry. And the New Age Outlaws. I don't think that's happening again. They haven't been around for a while. Yeah, yeah. that was after Road Dog fucked that up. Why? Because he got injured. And then they pulled oh, yeah, him the off TV. Yeah, yeah. You guys are too old. Too injury prone. Got to get you off. Sorry. You're done. Back to NXT. Train him. Uh, Goldust Stardust defeat the Usos when uh, Stardust reverses one of the Usos into a pin. This match was like all Usos pretty much. Like This match was like 80% Uso offense. Yeah. Which is fine. But it was just like very much like right at the end. It was like, and they win. Yeah. Uh, should they be getting the title? Like, Sean, they've pinned the champs now. I don't know. Maybe they're going to do some three-way tag team match. That's what the they champions. did on fucking main event last week. Yeah. Yeah. It was the Usos defended against Ryb Axel, Sheamus, and RVD. And that was it. It was a three-way tag like that. All right. We'll see where that goes. Sheamus and RVD. Uh, what do you think? Do you see that as a, a viable team? Well, it's, they're obviously friends. As the the Sapod Twitter the, the meme. picture, that, that's so hey, funny. Sheamus. It's a picture you, you can find it at Sapod, but it's a picture of Rob Van Dam sitting on one of those Ronald McDonald benches? park benches where, like, it's a statue of Ronald McDonald leaning on it from the nineties, and, and RVD sitting on it, looking at him, and the caption says, "Don't, hey Sheamus, don't tell Vince." But I'm really high right now. No, I'm super high right now. <laughs> I don't know why I love that pic. Just the look on RVD's face. It's just priceless. Rusev and Lana come out. Uh, she starts to do her shtick about anti-USA and... The yield um, F America. They said uh, they dedicated the match at SummerSlam to Putin. Putin, that's his name. Uh, and then who should come out to cut them off? But Marky. Oh, Mark Henry. Baby. I don't understand this. He's good old USA boy. But Texas. He won a match earlier with Big Show. He's pulling double duty. I don't. I, him and Flair. It blows my bo- mind. That's, that's what I mean. Two on the same night where two two guys showed up 
twice each. They gotta fill three hours of TV, Warren. It doesn't make it's hard any for them. fucking sense at all. Because why could okay the last match we had, right? You had Goldust defeat the Usos. Yes. So why don't we just put the Usos against the Wyatts one more time? No, not the Wyatts. Sorry, against uh, just take out the Wyatts and Big Show and Mark Henry match. If you're going to put Mark Henry in this. Yeah, I guess so. Because like you say, Mark Henry and Big Show get the big win, so you got to think they're in title contention, but now he's doing this shit with Rusev too. So what? Well, and then on main event, slight spoilers for you, I guess. Big Show with Henry in his corner took on Rowan with Harper in his corner. So So they went back to that. Like they're they're continuing Hmm. that feud or like these matchups. Henry comes out. Talks about representing USA in the Olympics twice. Lana tries to interrupt him. Uh, Henry screams at her. Tells Rusev that America is still strong and that he will give him a personal tour of the Hall of Pain. Of the Hall of Pain. Because that's what he does. He didn't say that, but I wanted to work that in there. They stare each other down. Rusev tries to sucker punch him. Uh, Henry takes control, hits the World's Strongest Slam, splashes Rusev. Uh, as Lana looks on in fear. And then Henry goes to ringside, high-fives the commentary team, puts on JBL's hat, and... Uh, high-fives a shit ton of fans. That was yeah. it. Very strange. I don't... There's America. I just don't get it. I don't get why you use Henry twice. Henry, too. Henry, of all people. No fucking cardio whatsoever, but we're going to put him out there. There's no, they didn't have seen on this He's show still dripping sweat from his match a fucking hour and a half ago. I just I hated it. I didn't like this at all. I thought it was very strange. It was okay. Main event. Is Dean, this the next thing for Rusev then? I guess so. Because Swagger is obviously doing something Down with in the Dallas. Ducks. Yeah. So I don't know. Henry's a good guy in that he's still big, but also again not very tall, so it keeps Rusev looking fairly big. Yeah, I, it, it does have that to it for sure, where it keeps. Uh, <sighs> I don't know. I just, Rusev, I think, wins. If they do a program with Mark Henry, I think Russo goes over in that program as well. I don't want to see him lose yet. Yeah, I think Rusev goes over in that too. Like, you're going to keep feeding the Rusev till either he gets to the title shot and doesn't get it. Yeah. Like, like Ryback. When they fed Ryback till he got to Punk, and then they're like, well, he's not beating CM Punk, so yeah. back down. Maybe. Main event, Dean Ambrose taking on Seth Rollins. Fans choose. Falls count anywhere match. Here we go. As we said earlier. Um, these guys are great. I mean, it's such good chemistry. They were brawling to start, which easily picked up the pace. And the fact that they don't have a history outside the WWE either, right? Because they, they, they were, I don't really think that they were, like, were on too many shows together. Yeah. They were working for different companies on the indies. They yep. might have had a couple matches. I've never seen anything where it's like Tyler Black versus John Moxley. Yep. So... Just that fact, I mean, it's, it's, these guys are so good. And like you say, the fact that a shitty stip like a lumberjack match didn't hinder them whatsoever. I improved them. I still love that match. Yeah. It's, uh, absolutely great. I, I, these guys are fantastic. Uh, the finish comes when Rollins wins with assist from Kane, uh, after he curb stomps his former friend, uh, in the ring. Uh, they fight to the outside. Kane then lifts up this, like, I don't know, square cover. I don't even know how to explain it. Like he like lifted a false table up pretty much. Yeah. Like he lifted like a fake table up and then underneath it was like what, like six or six nine yeah, a bunch nine of cinder, cinder blocks. blocks. Yeah. 
Uh, I think Kane choke slammed him onto the table at one point before. Uh, Ambrose was going for dirty deeds on the announce table, and then as he's about to hit it, yeah, he gets cho- uh, caught into a choke slam. Yeah, table did not break again. No. Uh, and then Kane holds Ambrose above the cinder blocks with his face above it, essentially setting him up for the the curb curb stomp. stomp. Uh, which Rollins then hits off of the table. Michael Cole sold this very well. He did. He sold this like the like, man had just died. He like, yeah, just like got it was killed. a legit piece of violence. Yeah. Uh, the cinder blocks, which I'm sure were made of like stucco or something. But yeah. They looked real anyways. They crumbled and um, it, Ambrose just essentially just laid there, which sold it really well. All lifeless. Um, referee calls the match. EMTs come out to help Ambrose uh, Rollins poses as the show goes off the air. Interesting finish. I did not at Monday, uh, at that point in time, I had no clue that uh, Ambrose was doing this movie thing, which apparently he's filming some movie, which I forget the name of it. I remember it's a Lionsgate movie. It's a Lionsgate slash WWE, which, okay, explain to me your beef with this because you you said something about that right away and I don't understand. Oh, Lionsgate movies. Yeah. They suck. Lionsgate doesn't have good budgeting, or and they generally will push like. When this comes out, it'll probably look like it was rushed in the editing sense, like bad cuts. Okay. Um, I don't know. Lionsgate just generally don't make good movies. They made the Condemned, to, which is also a WWE. What film. about Condemned Two? Who's in it? Kane. I, I like Condemned One with Stone Cold. That's like oh, my. Oh, f- Condemned. Sorry, I was thinking. Um... Kane's movie. So you know, yeah, know? that's what I was thinking. Sorry. Yeah. There's no Condemned 2. No. Yeah, don't, I was like, Condemned 2. <laughs> Condemned 2. Uh, I can't find the link that I tweeted out with the uh, what the movie was called. So I'm sure people know by now. Uh, yeah, it's a campfire. Whatever. Anyways, uh, I will say that on WWE.com, which most people might not know this, I wouldn't have known it. I'll give Brandon the credit because he's the one that texted me that pointed this out in the WWE.com um, story about Ambrose being injured. They said that uh, he has escaped. He No, he was taken to hospital, checked up on, and then escaped and refused yeah, medical treatment. I heard yada, like, yada, a yada. nurse was like tending to him. They put IVs in him or whatever. Yep. Then they left him so he could rest. And then when they came back, he was gone. Which is fucking great. It's the tiniest oh, little was? thing. And you obviously mentioned that they had brought it up on main event, which I hadn't watched. Uh, so I did not know that, but I'm glad that they're, they are going to bring it up on the TV, but it's brilliant. It's, it's the brilliant. tiniest For little sure. thing. And we were talking about this before the show too. It keeps Ambrose strong in that he didn't really take much medical attention and it keeps him in this psycho thing where he's just disappeared and nobody knows nobody where knows. he is. He's MIA. Like right now, if like there was like a chart of the roster and it'd be like Cena slain right yep. now. Like he's considered done Brock Lesnar or, or like Brock Lesnar champion. Right. And then like active, active, active injured or whatever. Right. Uh, under like Ambrose right now, I would say MIA not injured. Exactly. And the other cool thing about this is that it's going to be, it's a easy way to keep up the storyline of him kind of uh, stalking Seth Rollins. Yeah, because now... Because you can still have Seth, Seth Rollins walking around the backstage. Looking being around like, where his the shoulder hell is he? constantly. Because nobody knows where he is. And 
I mean, imagine it the next time that like Motley Crue guitar thing for, yeah. for his entrance hits. Wow, people are gonna fucking lose it, especially True. if it's like a month. Yeah, like if it's like three weeks You'd to a think month it would and be, a half. Yeah, I think it's gonna be at least. I want to say he's back before Night of Champions, but I don't know. I you haven't know what? Seen I don't think he is gonna be back for Night of Champions because I think the next match him and Rollins are gonna do is Hell in a Cell. Because where do they go from here? Yeah, I thought Cage or Hell in a Cell. Yeah, so, like, yeah, you could be right. Um, but yeah, I think it's it's it'll be interesting. I'm, I'm I love the tiny little he broke out. I, I just think it's it's oh, so it's perfect. it's a really nice touch. It's, it's very um, it's like something you would hear either in like NXT or in like the '90s of character based wrestling. Totally right. Yep. It's like the, like it's got the same coolness of it of like Austin and McMahon yep. in the hospital. Exactly right. Exactly. It's yep. got like that sweet realness of like okay. And it keeps him looking strong because, yeah, he, okay, he was taken to hospital. But as soon as he woke up and realized he was in a hospital, he probably pulled, like, a Wolverine and just went, fuck this, like, ripped yep. him all out of his skin and took out of there. It's perfect. But he probably, no pants hope, on. I just hope they don't drop the ball on this because there was, I forget who it was. They did this angle, and it might have even been Rollins. Actually, no, I don't think it was. Anyway, somebody about, I don't even remember, about a year ago, let's call it, they had somebody disappear into a or they it was found in a it was Daniel Bryan maybe it was found in a parking lot somewhere it oh yeah Daniel Bryan Kane. after the Wyatts it was the Wyatts that's what it was, it was they Daniel found Bryan versus the Wyatts it was like Daniel Bryan was found in a parking and lot and then they never outside talked about it again. the arena never talked about it again that was it oh yeah it was Daniel Bryan was found yeah. in a vacant parking lot at like 2 a.m. Yep. outside the arena so it's like oh so where everyone goes to pay two dollars less for parking than the actual arena yeah exactly so I, I just hope they don't drop the ball with it, which I don't think they will because, like I say, it's easy to to tease Ambrose being there, even with, like, a cardboard cutout shadow on a wall. Or, like, yeah. you could have somebody wear his hoodie backwards and just stand or there like with Or, like, guys with, like, messy and, like, hair or wearing exactly. white wife beaters backstage. And then Rollins goes easy. and goes, what the hell? And he spins him around. And, and it's then just it's some just, dude. Just a roadie guy. Zach Road Rogers sitting there. <laughs> didn't What's up, bro? The, didn't have the gel to spike yeah. his hair. Like, so- <laughs> All right. Uh, speaking of Daniel Bryan, we didn't really bring up the fact that uh, he they've announced that he will need more surgery. He needs the the Tommy John surgery, which is very common. What the fuck is that? Like, who's Tommy John? He's a baseball player. It's a very common uh, procedure for baseball players, mainly pitchers. Okay. In the shoulder area because they wear out their shoulder. So oh, they named okay. this this surgery after Tommy John because before then getting the Tommy pickles. Before then, you would get this injury and you'd be done. Your career would be over. Okay. But then they tried the surgery on Tommy John. Oh, and that's and why? it worked, and he came back and was just as good as he was. You know before. the guy who got drafted before Michael Jordan. This is a true story. We'll at it real quick. Okay. The guy who got drafted before Michael Jordan had a procedure done on his shins or whatever. Yep. And it didn't work, and he is like the reverse Tommy Jones. Bastard. He's like, I could have been the next fucking Jordan, but instead I'm the guy who had medical advances did not work on. That's got to be the shitty end of the stick, hey? Yeah, because it's what, like, 81, 82? Rake in the millions, and you're just sitting there. You know Michael Jordan's apparently no a huge shit. ass? That wouldn't surprise me. I think, you know, you hit a certain amount of money and you just automatically wake up as a douchebag one day. Yeah? Up, oh, hit three mil, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. That's what it is, probably. You wake up and just know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be a douchebag now. All right. And, uh, no, it's actually, actually, this is how he does it. You wake up, you don't feel it. As you go to the bathroom and you're taking your morning piss, you're like, oh, is that excellence I smell? Yep. Yep. 
Uh, we had some question or a question. We had a question on from the, the Twitter at Satpod from Vito at the Red Punk is his Twitter. Uh, where do you guys see Roman going once his feud with Randy is over? As in Reigns? Yes. Oh no, as Roman the country, <laughs> the Rome Empire. Uh, whew, where do I see him going? Um, all right, let's assume I'm going to assume he wins the feud against Orton. Yep. Because Orton's garbage, and no one's here to defend him. Mm. Uh, <laughs> points at Brando's empty points chair. Points at Brando's empty chair. <laughs> empty microphone. Um, I would assume he goes either for a mid-card title, like the United States, or and this is kind of a step down, but he'll solidify a title, right? And it'll be his mm-hmm. second ever title he'll have in WWE. Because I don't think he's going to go to the main, like push him to the moon. Because yep. I don't see him fighting Lesnar, and I don't see him fighting Cena. I'd argue the fact that that is the plan is to have Reigns win at Mania over Lesnar as of now. What? I guarantee oh, that's the plans. Who else is there? Who else do you give that win to? John Cena. I don't know. No, I don't know. There's no one, right? That's what I mean. That's the plan. And obviously, that's a long time until Mania. Anything can happen. But that I guarantee that is the tentative plan right now. Fuck. Lesnar holds that title all the way to Mania. No, you know what's- uh, Defends at Night of Champions, obviously, because uh, they announced that. We probably don't see him again until the Rumble. He'll uh, skip the Chamber, which I believe is I think we're going to see him at Hell in And then Cell. go at Mania. I don't. No? Three in a row? I don't think so. Not a Do chance. Do you think the main event of Hell in a Cell is going to be Ambrose versus Rollins in a Hell in a Cell? It easily could be. All right, I'll accept that. Yeah. I will accept that. Because, I mean, the last pay-per-view, uh, Payback or Battleground, what was the one before SummerSlam? Anyways. Money win? in the Bank. No, it wasn't Money in the no. Bank. No, no, no. It went, Anyways, remember they didn't have the match, and everyone's all pissed off because that's why they bought the fucking car. No, it was Money in the Bank. No, it wasn't because he already had the briefcase. Oh, it was Payback. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, I think you can easily book an entire pay-per-view around that feud. I think that's a great idea. Yeah, especially with something like Hell in a Cell because there's only yeah. one match that's going to get it. And, then and if got... the WWE title is vacant during that time, you might as well... Like they're they're not mid carders right now. Yep. Rollins and Ambrose are obviously in a top three feud in the company. Totally. Yep. So there's your main event for Hell in a Cell. You got TLC after, which I think is a great place to unify the mid card titles. Hang them up the same way they Too did many, the I, same way they did the main card titles last year. I don't year at like TLC. all this shit being. That was at why Mo- that was at Money in the Bank. They did that. No, it wasn't. It was at TLC where they did the unification. Yep. 100%. Oh, no, yeah, yeah, they unified them then, and then yep. that's when they started carrying them both around. John Cena won it, yep. Didn't you, John Cena won it Money in the Bank. That's when he pulled the titles down. Nope. Yeah, it is. Not both Pull- of them. They haven't had the, the unified titles. Because didn't Orton have them going? They both going- had a title going in, and then they unified them at TLC. Yeah, and then, but John Cena also won it Money in the Bank as well. Because remember, yes. that's where the picture of, like, local man ruined sporting event. That's where that comes from, is it Money in the Bank? Where he won the Money in the Bank contract? Are you no, 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 no. That's where this year, Money in the Bank. Because he's just holding, like, you know they have the fucking thing where they both put him on? Yeah. Just pull a Money in the Bank card. Oh, you're talking this year's Money in the Bank yeah. from, like, two months ago? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Cena so okay, won both, yeah, no, he's won he won both won the ladder obviously. matches, right? Yes. Yeah, because they had the unification yes, yes, before yes, yes, Money in the Bank. That's yes. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, but the first time they unified it, John yeah. Cena won at TLC. Okay, yeah, because that was the week finish. So you don't want to see the mid card titles titles unified at TLC. Orton won it. I could remember John Cena. That was the you handcuff right. finish. No, you're right. You're right. It was good call. DX suck it, Warren. 
Good, good call. See, I knew I, I could. I was thinking. Yeah, I knew that I was wrong. Yeah. But anyways, whatever. Either or, we got him. They were unified at TLC last. So night. yeah, do you, you think that uh, Reigns is to finish the question from Red Punk? Yes, sorry. Um, yeah, we went on a tangent, as we always do with our Brando. Uh, you think he's going to go to the main event picture? I think you could even do a program with Cena. Have him go over Cena. Maybe not right away after Orton. Give him Cesaro. Ooh, I would like that. Reigns versus Cesaro in a feud. Let him be the first guy to beat Rusev, maybe. It's a good way to Ooh, build him up uh, to that main event because I really I think they're going to they're gonna build him up to be the guy to beat Lesnar. I think that's the tentative plan. And I'm not on board for it right now, but if they did all those things, if he beats Rusev and then beats John Cena twice heading that into Mania, shirt hard. I'm telling you, that'll be huge if he yeah, beats could be, Cena twice. It could be going really, really big, actually. So if they build that properly. but I, I, think, I think there's big things coming for him. I'd say maybe a slightly above average mid-card after Randy Orton, then up to a high level. I okay. think Cena's a great program. Because people will still go for Reigns in that in that program. Well, that's believable, actually. So that's me. That's yeah, it my makes logic too. Booking. If you think about it, like if you actually sit and map it out, like if you sat there with like a piece of paper and you were like, "All right, here's like the month, the month." Yep. It probably makes sense. Batista, give Roman Reigns Batista. Let them go. Uh, but I want to cheer for Dave. I know. I think he can come back as a babyface. I want to cheer for Dave so bad that. right now. I think. I think we were talking about this also before, but I do think that. Batista comes back and gets he's a pop. More well appreciated now because of that movie, which I'm sure he'll. I hate, heard you saw it a second time. I did, and I'm going a third this weekend. I saw it for a fourth time on Monday. Did you? Yeah, fucking nice. Guardians. Nice. But the nice thing about seeing Great it film. for the fourth time, I was kind of not less interested. I still really enjoyed it, yeah. but I wasn't like laughing at all the jokes or whatever. But I was sitting next to a friend who was about to leave for New Zealand. Yep. Uh, and he was seeing it for the first time. So I, I literally sat in my seat almost like this. So I just watched Adam watch it pretty much. Yeah. That's, I'm glad you paid money to do that. I was I had a two for one this time. <laughs> I actually think I've spent over $100 on Guardians of the Galaxy in the box office. Well, there you go. So Coming from a guy who doesn't spend money on many things, including wrestling. I pay my internet bill. <laughs> <laughs> Logic. I love it. Okay, we're going to go out to, uh, I'm in a real protest the hero kick lately. Oh, nice. I'm no problem with that. We, uh, we interviewed the uh, guitar player today on my radio program. So we're going to go out to uh, Turn Soonest to the Sea. Oh, my favorite cool, song cool. of theirs of all time. You can follow us on Twitter, at SatPod, individually. I'm at Scottbox64. Brando's not here, at Brando1990. Myself, at the Diesel Barris. You can email the show, SatPod316 at Yahoo.com. Take us Till next time, wrestling fans, keep on raking the eyes. Woo!
you bled on the bed as you fed those expectations. As a whore, and not a human, you embrace with hesitations. The very parameters of all you can be. Not a mother, not an aunt, not a sister that's not subdued. Because dignity is not physical, and your flesh means more than you. Uh -huh. To the back 